If you're someone who has a passion for cut flowers, our environment, and wants to make the world more beautiful, you're in the right place. Whether you're growing flowers for pleasure or profit, I'm on a mission to empower flower enthusiasts and professionals to help change the world around them. Whether you're just starting out and need a helping hand, or are looking to scale a substantial flower business, I'm your cut flower woman. Welcome to the Cut Flower Podcast. We're continuing our January theme with our series of cut flower planning and growing. And these are solos podcasts by myself, and that's for the month of January. Now, this is just to prepare you for February and March. There's nothing you really need to do in terms of seeds. I see lots of people think about seed sowing and so on in January, but you have months. You've got to wait for A, the temperatures, and B, the daylight hours to start thinking about seed sowing. So please, please, please don't panic about seed sowing. We are running a cut flower series of three masterclasses online, and these kick off on the 1st of February, and they're free, and we'd love you to join us, and we'll be talking all about cut flowers. And you just have to go to, uh, we'll put the, the link actually in the show notes, but it's Cut Flower Masterclasses 2024, and it's a Facebook group. Come and join us. Lots in there already. Three ebooks, um, lots of resources. I'm doing some lives in there on Sundays, but we'd really love you to come over. So I want to do in this one a bit of a podcast review from last year because you do this podcast every week. And then obviously, if you don't go back a long way or you've missed some series, you don't know what you've missed. So I thought um, I would have a look. Um, so I thought, um, yeah, you might have seen in 2024, you might have missed it, but if you came and looked from my window and saw me jumping up and down with excitement um, and also my social media posts, that the Cut Flower podcast had made it to number four in Apple's podcast of Home and Garden. And that was just after the RHS and Gardener's Question Time. Uh, it was it was mad. So hopefully you'll be able to go back and catch up on some of the podcasts because obviously weekly we're doing 52 a week a year. So hopefully you'll be able to go back. Obviously more popular than ever. You can get outside and you can listen to a podcast. I listen to podcasts when I'm out. I like it when I'm potting up or pricking on. I like to listen to a podcast. I've got a whole host that I'm really, really excited about listening to. So I, I thought I'd just do a review and tell you where to go if this is an area you're interested in. So if you're interested in therapeutic gardens and gardening, then do go and have a look at Horatio's Garden co-founder and trustee, Dr. Olivia Chapel. Now, Horatio's Garden is an amazing charity, and it builds uh, gardens in NHS spinal units. So really, if you think you've had a spinal injury, you can be in hospital six months or more, and it is life-changing in the main. So they're building gardens across, I think there are, they're going to be 13 across the whole of the UK in order that patients, their families, the staff can get outside. Because inside a spinal unit is like, is a hospital ward. And it's very, very, I mean, you're looking at four walls, but getting outside and going and having a look at the gardens. Oh, I really, really urge you to go and listen to Horatia's Garden, um, co-founder and trustee, Dr. Olivia Chapel. Then I spoke to a GP, and he's also a trustee, trustee of Greenfingers Charity, Dr. Richard Claxton. And he was really interesting because he talks about therapeutic gardens. He set up a website during COVID about the gardens that are therapeutic, and you can go and have a look at that. But he's really interesting about the benefits of um, growing 
and um, your mental health. So absolute definite one to go and have a look at. Then following up, one of Horatio's gardens, head gardeners, we followed up with that, uh, a guy called Ashley Edwards, a garden therapist. His, his area is garden therapy. And he works in Horatio's gardens. Definitely worth it. And then we chatted to Bethany Harris, who's a health psychologist. She is interesting doing research, a PhD research level, on therapeutic gardens and gardening and health and just not even doing gardening, but sitting in your garden and taking it all on board and what that can do for your mental health. So absolutely. Going on further from therapeutic gardens, if you like, you've got mental health and well-being. So the ones that come in this area, um, we spoke to Helen Cross and she, our podcast was about mental health and gardening. She does a lot of gardening in schools. So definitely worth having a look at that. Then we spoke to Alice Vincent, who I believe does a regular um, newspaper article uh, every week. So Alice Vincent, and she's in um, Gardener's World magazine. Um, she's the author of the book Why Women Grow, which is a fabulous book. So I do recommend that. Then we go on to an area I'm really keen on is wildlife, wildlife and biodiversity. So we spoke to Helen Rogers, who's a beekeeper and honey expert, and she's actually based in North London and has hives across London. So really, really worth. It's a very entertaining um, podcast, that one with Helen Rogers, worth catching up on that. And then my, my crush, can I say that? My crush on Dave Goldston. I have a crush on Dave Goldston. He's a professor. And he talks all about bees. Honestly, he's he's released so many books that are all amazing. He talks about bees, insects, peat, the planet. He's an amazing character, and I would urge you to listen to him. And then I've also, in a previous episode, I've talked about biological pest control, which is what we do here, um, from Tessa of Ladybird Plant Care. And she talks about how all the different ways and all the different insects and how you can use biological control. And perhaps one of the most unusual last year, and probably the one that took me the most, was a guy called Michael Kennard, who runs a compost club down on the coast. And he basically takes in lots of food waste and then turns it into compost. And he runs a social enterprise, and he was so interesting. And he's trying to connect football um, and footballers, if you like, if people go to football matches, I think it's... Uh, Lewis, Lewis, yeah, Lewis Football Club, and hey, how he connects them, footballers, to, to gardening. So he has a garden area at the football club. He's a really, really interesting. If you haven't listened to it, honestly, I really recommend you go and listen to Michael Kinnard. Then there's a massive area on climate change, and we all know that the climate is changing. Um, we don't need to look at the stats anymore. We just know. I read something quite recently that said that by 2050, that the UK would have the climate of Barcelona. So we would have a very uh, Mediterranean climate. So that if we're growing things now, trees and so on, that we need to take into account, if we're going to put apple trees in now that are going to take many years to grow, we probably should be looking at Mediterranean varieties. So that's really interesting. So Sally Morgan's definitely one to listen to, Bracing Climate Change. She talks about resilient gardening and, and how we're going to plan for the future. Marianne Boswell is one of my faves. She talks about sustainability, the environment and gardening, and also what we're going to do in the future. And then I interviewed Professor Alistair Griffiths, who's a definite must. He's the RHS Director of Science and Collections. 
And he talks about what we're going to do about climate change. And then probably can I have another crush? I've already got a crush on Dave Goulston, but I should have a crush on Dr. David Beck from Coventry University. And he's been heading, heading up things like supply chains for cut flowers and how many thousands of miles they travel. And uh, he's a massive researcher. So he's worth looking up, either Googling, listen to the podcast, but Dr. David Beck. Then there's a whole area on flower farmers. If you want to become a flower farmer, there's at least four of those. Go and have a listen to Sue McGlasson, who's one of my favorites, because she she jumped in. She did one of our growing courses many years ago just because she wanted to grow cut flowers and she was doing it in her garden. She then had an allotment with a friend. And then in the middle of last year, she put in a tender for a house, a closed bid it was, for a house on about four acres. And the house, I've been to see it since, is completely and 100% derelict. And I have massive admiration for Sue. So get a chance to get over and listen to Sue, look at her journey uh, and give her a little follow on Instagram. And that would be amazing. I think she called Gracie May Flowers. But if you follow Sue McGlasson, that would be amazing. Then there's lots of broadcasters, writers. There's a whole area on floristry and sustainability. And then one of the most interesting ones I did last year was with Dundee Butcher based in the U.S., and they're, they're trying to revolutionize floristry and try and get rid of floral foam, which we all know is desperate for the environment. And she heads up a company called Phloam Labs, P-H-O-A-M. And she's another one worth going to have a look at. And they are looking, well, they've got a product and it's out, out being um, tested by numerous head florists at the moment. And we're looking for that to go mainstream this year. And it's an interesting product and I can't wait to get it in my hands. Then there's a whole area, a flowery, flowery area. So you can talk about tulips. We can talk about dried flowers. We can look at sweet peas or peonies or croissants, dahlias. Go and have a look at those on a flower focus. That would be really lovely. And then there's a separate few few areas of of growing your own business, um, top tips for making money as a flower farmer and so on. But you can find the entire Cut Flower podcast archive and I just want, want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to any of them, um, to go back and pick one of interest to you. So whether that's your business or you're interested in flowers or it's floristry as your thing or you want to look at wildlife and biodiversity in the environment or mental health, therapeutic gardens and mental health and how growing is proven to help, help your mental health. Do go and have a listen to those. So I look forward to welcoming you over to our masterclasses on the 1st, the 2nd and 5th of February. They're all different. Join the Facebook group, Cut Flower Masterclasses 2024, and I look forward to welcoming you. I look forward to next week's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review on your podcast app. We do have some wonderful free resources on our website at thecutflowercollective.co.uk. We also have two free Facebook communities, which we'd love you to join. For farmers or those who want to be flower farmers, we have Cut Flower Farming, Growth and Profit in Your Business. And our other free Facebook group is Learn with the Cut Flower Collective for those starting out on their flower journey. All of the links are below. 
I look forward to getting to know you all.